0: Hey guys, welcome to another middle cast. Uh, there's been a lot going on, which is why I haven't been able to do daily or even every other day. Uh, I suffer a lot with anxiety and depression, and it's starting to become a pain in the ass, really. There's not a lot of things you can do for it. You could take antidepressants, but the last time I did that, I tried to kill myself. So the antidepressant became the pro-depressant. I don't know. but So I don't do that. I, like I've said, I take care of my stuff naturally. I use Kratom. I use Mengda and Shangri-La and all these other str- mixes of strains to kind of help. And they do help. They get me out of the lowest funks, but I'm still in a fucking funk most of the time. I get these anxiety attacks that just pop up. I had like three last night. I had a bunch of them the night before. More than three, less than five, I think. So like four or five. And then so on and so forth. It's starting to get a little better. But then once I think that, it starts to get a little worse. So it becomes this huge pain in the ass. And I kind of wanted to talk about that. Because... For some reason, people still find it wrong that this stuff exists. God damn, I put too much on that. But it does exist. It exists in a very real way. I've had friends commit suicide from the military and from the civilian world, and it's never a good thing. Uh, just a few years ago, made a good friend. Him and his girlfriend got in a scuffle. And he took his own life. Because Well, if you take your life over a woman, you're a fucking pussy, first off. But he was my friend. He's still a pussy in my eyes. But the fact that I deal with depression, I kind of understand it, but I still kind of disdain it. And this is, it makes me feel worse because I think of my friend as something less than because he was able to do it. But then I also herald him because he was able to do something I couldn't grow the balls to do and constantly used to think about doing. And that's the bad part about antidepressants and stuff like that. And since this is my venting process, I've tried to do it two times. Two times I've tried to end my own life. And I'm either invincible or I'm stupid because I couldn't figure it out. The first time was when I was a teenager. I didn't know how to handle the situation that was going. I didn't see an end to it. So I just decided to take a shitload of my antidepressant pills. But they were sleeping pills. I took a ton of them. I even thought it would get quicker to the brain if I snorted them. And tried to do that. By the way, if you're going to do that, don't eat chocolate pudding as your last thing that you want to taste. Because when I was woken up the next day by fire departments and stuff, it looked like I shot myself in the head. Because when chocolate dries on white pillowcases, it looks like blood. (laughs) Oh, I guess that's why they use chocolate milk to make fake blood for movies. Okay, now it makes sense. Um, I also tried to do it when... It finally hit me that my uh, divorce cost me my relationship with my daughter. I don't give a fuck about my ex-wife. I do give a very large amount of fucks for my daughter. That sounds weird. But... I really care about her. And when we went from her being attached to my hip. Me taking her to the doctor. Me staying up with her every night when she had bad dreams. Or just checking on her to make sure she's breathing. Because I mean I love this little girl. Uh, I used to try and think of ways. And I thought of a way. I'm not going to say here. But didn't quite work either. So, like I said, I'm either god or I'm a happy idiot who can't do it right. And there's tons of people I know that suffer from it, and the worst part of it is is that it's not something you just get over. It's not something that you just suck it up and move forward and overcome. It's something that took me years to even cope, to not be such a depressive, just a depressive little prick. And I have a lot of things to thank for that. I have, as I've said before, Quantum Kratom out of Austin. They're great, great people. I also have stand-up comedy. Well, first writing jokes for a few years cuz too shy to actually go up and do it. And working on my wit, the quickness of it, how fast I could just push stuff out, push stuff out. And that stuff really helped, but it won't cure because there's not a day I don't wake up wishing what if I could have could have just ended it when I had the chance and stuff. But now I'm too invested in a lot of things to actually go that route. I always have this dream where... I don't know if you remember the movie Beetlejuice. They have those uh, tracks to get around. And it's with all the people hanging. Some of them are flattened. Some of them are flattened with like clothespins holding them up. And then some of them are like hanging by the neck and all this other shit. I had this dream that I was just wandering around this city. On one of those tracks. It was the weirdest fucking dream I've ever had. Because I was doing everything. I paid for my food. I was able to sit down at a restaurant. But I was still attached to that track. Did everything that I would. Made love. Went went to a movie with my significant other. And whole time I was attached to this track. No one else was. It was just an entire track. And maybe this is a little bit of narcissism, but the track was just built for me. I'm assuming then because if they took it off, I was gonna die or something. I don't fucking know, but... I know, I don't take drugs. So that wasn't a drug dream or something stupid. I don't even drink, really. I had a glass of whiskey on New Year's just because it was... New Year's Eve and the the rest of the time I was playing with the kids or playing with playing around with my girlfriend and firecrackers and all this other shit in a fucking border town and criticizing idiots for shooting their pistols and ha- and rifles in the air it's fun again for me uh You can think you're having fun. But you could be dying on the inside. Because every day I feel like a failure. And I am in many ways. I'm a failure. I failed my daughter. I failed my family. I failed the people that I've ever cared about. I failed all of them. But When you try to do the right thing. And you still fail. That's when stuff. That's when stuff tends to pile up. And it's not woe is me shit. I I hate that woe is me bullshit. I can't stand. When everything. Everything. Is such. A dramatic. Reenactment. For myself. And there's some people who really see all the negative I used to be one of those people and that's why I can't stand it I used to think that everything had negative connotations to it and everyone had negative presence and everything negative 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 and like I said I started doing things to get myself out of that so instead of the Cliche glass being half empty, it became cliche half full. My jokes really helped with that. From the darkest and dirtiest of shit that I could think of. To even the corniest knock-knock jokes. I love corny knock-knock jokes. If you fucking know any of them, just... Send them my way. I love them. Would love to hear them. Where do we go from this point? Now this episode doesn't have any political agenda. This episode doesn't have any financial or moral agenda. This is just me talking about something that's important to me. Because not only me, there's people who suffer from it in my life a lot. And they suffer a lot. They suffer greatly. My father being for one. um, Might not like that I said it openly, but that's it. And a few other people that are very close to me. And if I could take it away from them, I would. And I'm sure you could too if... I'm sure you might have somebody you know that suffers from it and you would take it away in a heartbeat. But you can't. I can't. So all you can do is just be there. When someone needs an ear, fucking be the ear. If you have a little bit of input, put the input. Help nudge someone to see the positive. Don't Try to push someone out of it. Because that makes it worse. And then another lamb will choose the slaughter. That's the way it goes. You can't... push people. You have to guide. Whether it's a family member, a friend, or even a stranger that may look like something's up. You have to guide. If we are to stop this... Constant revolving door of suicide and unnecessary death. Now, there is necessary death because natural selection, etc., etc., but people with depression aren't part of that. Because most people that I've met with depression are very intelligent people. It's just a matter of them not having somebody to talk to without getting the same old Bullshit of, oh, you're fucking, this is all in your head, you're making it up, suck it up, just fucking get over it, you cunt, or whatever you might want to say. You can't. Because then what ends up happening is you end up never talking to them again. And it's hard to lose someone that you could have helped. or it's hard to lose anybody in general but if you could have taken 5 minutes out of your fucking not as busy as you think day and just listened to somebody they could have they could have they could still be there with you you could have been the reason that somebody managed to turn themselves around anyways Enjoy our sponsor. Enjoy our sponsors, however many are there left or whatever. And uh, we'll be back with more. Well, here's the second segment. And I just want to say that if you have to talk to somebody, then, and you can't talk to anybody close to you, uh, you can call 1 800 273 8255. It's twenty four hours a day. It's totally free and confidential. They also have an online chat. At uh, www dot. I don't think you even have to put that, but de suicide prevention lifeline dot org. Again, that's suicide prevention lifeline dot org. All one word. And again, it's a totally free. It's uh, It could be what saves someone or even your own life. And that's always a good thing. It's always a good thing to see what tomorrow holds for you. Even if it's another shit sandwich. You fucking eat it and you get ready for another one. Because eventually, you have to get a bowl of ice cream. It can't all be shit served to you. One of my personal struggles with uh, depression is my inability, oops, my inability to see that things aren't as bad as they're made out to be. I'm, I'm rebuilding my relationship with my daughter it took a while but I am and I'm happier for it it took a while for me to get used to a lot of shit that I used to enjoy and new shit that I enjoy I enjoy doing this like I've said this is just therapy for me Even if I'm not talking about anything important. Or if I'm talking about the most important thing. It's therapeutic just to talk about what you want to talk about. And, again, uh, I don't know how these suicide hotlines work. I was fortunate enough to have someone in my life I could talk to. But I'm... I'm certain that not everybody is. Because everybody has their own situation. Their family is strained. or They've cut ties with certain people. I mean... There's many different situations... For many different people. And that's fine. But you always have that hotline. And you always have that chat log. And who knows. Maybe it's like AOL chat. Where... You can uh, ASL and LOL your way to some sort of happiness for the night. Um, One of the things that helped me start seeing the positive was. (laughs) Well, to be honest with you, uh, DMT. DMT, I took some. And after the couch ate me, it gave me this whole new outlook on life. Now, I'm not advocating anybody to go out there and take hallucinogenic drugs or anything. And I did mine in a controlled atmosphere. So there was no, I wasn't at a party dropping acid or anything. And by taking in a controlled atmosphere, I was able to maintain and I don't know how that helped, but being able to see all of my bullshit and then seeing how it could have all been turned around to something better really helped me in this life. It, it helped me see that all the stuff in the past had other ways of seeing it. Why can't the stuff in the future? And it can. And definitely can. Because now, instead of seeing that I jammed my thumb or whatever, I see, like, wow, okay. And this is going to sound corny as shit, but it's like, wow, okay, I'm, I'm feeling this. I'm alive. I get to live another day. All is well in the world. Well, all is pretty well in the world at this point. Uh This is going to be a short episode because I didn't really prepare for this. I just wanted to vent. Just wanted to get it off my chest. I don't really prepare for any of them, but I usually have like some talking points I want to get to. But the most important part of this was not to bring up an excuse of why I'm not doing it every day and stuff, but to let people know that it's okay to be depressed and it's okay to let things fall to the wayside. To make sure you're okay. You have to make sure you're okay above all else. You have to make sure you're okay. And if you're a mother or a father, you have to make sure your children are okay before anything else matters. But you also. And you could always talk. Fuck. All it was was a microphone and an iPad and I'm able to talk in therapies or whatever the fuck you want to call it therapy myself. I don't need to pay 200 bucks an hour or whatever the fuck. I can just come in here and for sometimes I do 30 minutes, sometimes I do an hour, it doesn't matter. I can just talk and talk and talk and listen to the sound of my own voice but also vent the shit that I need to and get it off my chest and it's gone. That's why I don't listen to this after it's out. That's why I don't... That's why I don't care to edit it. Uh, The dead space you hear between words sometimes. Because I think so fast I really have to slow myself down my talking so I can make sure it's filtered so I'm just not spitting out a bunch of babble. And then sometimes I lose track of that, so it is babbling, anyways. But this little bit of time helps me get through. And the people in my life help me get through. For the most part, I have some really shitty friends too that'll probably make it worse. But so it happens when you joke with people, when there's nothing off limits, there's nothing off limits. And I'm the same way. Someone came to me like, man, I've just been feeling depressed. Like, oh, you fucking faggot. Shut up. What do you need, some cock to make you feel better? That's the type of person I am. And I expect them to be that way with me. I'm not going to get upset about it. But it's okay for that. And it's okay for the other. How's it going? How are you doing? Is there anything I can do to help? Just let people know that you're there. Again, that's just the moral of the story is just to let people know you're there for them. Okay, again, I wanna give you the hotline. That's one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five and suicide prevention lifeline org. I believe it is, yeah. Suicidepreventionlifeline.org is where you can chat online to someone who just hear you out. You're not weak for calling or chatting in these things. You're not a weak person. The weak person is the person who ends up killing themselves, and the weak person is the per- is the person who couldn't be there to help out a friend or a family member. So in saying that, just want you guys to know I love you. Kind of. Not really. But enough to where I don't want anything bad to happen to any of you guys. So... Remember, just reach out. Have a good day. See you tomorrow. Maybe.